when I first started opening my awareness to a more choiceless awareness, I found it quite disorienting, um, challenging to have a broader sense of where I was paying attention and just have the sense of objects coming in from a variety of sense doors. My mind really wanted to narrow down and be with one thing, like the breath at this area. It wanted to just stay there. And um, in the past few years, I've created a guided meditation that supports a, a practice of expanding the awareness to include a larger and larger or more and more areas of experience. And so I'm going to offer this guided meditation today on expanding awareness. You are welcome to tune me out if you would prefer to stay with the breath. We will begin with settling into the meditation by just connecting with your breathing in the way that you are most comfortable. I'll give you a few minutes of silence for you to just settle into your meditation in your usual way. And then I will begin um, offering this guided meditation on expanding the awareness.
as you are attending to your experience. Allowing there to be a sense of relaxation in connecting with experience. And connect to that sense of relaxed attention as much as you have access to that in this moment. Allow that relaxed attention to begin to connect with the experience, the sensations, the feelings in the area of your head. You may notice sensations associated with breathing in the area of your head. the tingling and in vibration in the sinuses, behind the bones, within the bones of your face, forehead. The experience of coolness, of tingling vibration in the nostrils the feeling of pressure and perhaps a swirling sensation through the mouth and throat as the breath moves in and out. Noticing how the experience changes with the in-breath and the out-breath. Relax. See if you can let go of looking for sensations and just notice whatever sensations are obvious in the area of your head. There may be sensations not associated with your breath. Tingling, vibrating, pressure, pulsing, heat, coolness. Allowing, receiving with this relaxed attention. the various changing experience in the area of your head. Relax. As we go through this process, it's really helpful to keep reminding of relaxation. 
So relax and allow the awareness to expand as if awareness, the awareness in the area of your head were a bubble. Allow that bubble of awareness to expand a little bit to include not only the sensations of your head but also the sensations in the area of your neck. Again, relax, just noticing whatever sensations are obvious and clear. the elements of movement, vibration, tingling, pulsing, the element of solidity, of firmness, of hardness. The element of temperature, of heat, of coolness. And perhaps you might also notice some aspects of fluidity, of moisture. Relax. And allow this bubble of awareness to expand so that your attention is receiving experience from your head, your neck, and your shoulders. Allow the mind to relax. Again, not going out to look for sensations in the, within this bubble of awareness, but receiving. It's easier to think of not doing this, but more relaxing into it. Relax and allow the awareness to expand to include the area of the torso, your awareness is receiving experience, body sensations, 
in the area of your head, your neck, your shoulders, and your torso. The sensations may appear like points. Like stars in the sky. Or the sensations may be a broader wash of experience, like looking at the Milky Way. Allowing attention, awareness to receive the experience, the sensations, however they are manifesting. Relax and allow the awareness to expand outwards to include the arms. This bubble of awareness taking in the entire upper half of your body. Relax. Allow the awareness to expand to include your hips and your buttocks. And also to include the inner landscape of the body inside the three-dimensionality of your body from the crown of your head to the root of your sacrum. From the front of your torso to your back, from side to side. So the awareness is taking in the full three-dimensionality of the upper part of your body. Again, relax, receiving whatever is obvious. Settle back. and wait for sensation to come to you.
Relax and allow the awareness to expand to include not only your upper body, but your thighs and your hamstrings. Relax and allow the bubble of awareness to expand still further so that the entirety of your physical body is included in the field of awareness. Your head and neck, shoulders, torso, arms, hands, hips, buttocks, legs, feet. Receiving this field of life in the body, the energy of life, and how it manifests as sensation. Just noticing whatever is obvious in each moment. Relax and allow the awareness to expand still further outwards into the room beyond the edges of your body. Let go of the idea of edges of the body and just feel the field of awareness, noticing the sensations in this field. If you can connect to, relax into the texture of knowing. feeling of knowing. While staying connected to the experience of the body, expanded awareness, Allowing the awareness to expand now to include not only the sensations of the body, but the experience of hearing as well. 
the awareness taking in body sensation and sound. Maybe subtle, quiet sounds in the room and body sensation, the sound of my voice, and sometimes the ripple of sound hitting our field of awareness produces a physical ripple. You might notice that as well. Allowing the awareness to connect with obvious physical sensations, the energetic experience of life, sounds both external and internal, relax. allowing the awareness to expand into a new dimension now. Staying connected with the fields of physical sensation and hearing. Allowing the awareness to include the mind's response to whatever is happening. Emotions or moods, thoughts, ideas, Relax. Receiving experience in this broad field of awareness. Resting in the field of awareness that receives experience in the body. tingling, vibration, pulsing, pressure, heat, coolness, hardness, softness, moisture. That takes in the experience of hearing. That receives mental experience, pleasant, unpleasant, feelings, thoughts, beliefs.
Relax. Awareness receives experience very naturally. Very little that we have to do in this process. There's no right way for awareness to receive experience. However, awareness is receiving experience. A broad wash of experience, points of experience. A flow of changing experience. Just notice. how awareness is receiving experience and what is being received.
In a minute or so, I will ring the bell to end the sitting. As you hear that experience of hearing, allowing that to be known in this field of awareness. As you come out of the still sitting posture, opening your eyes and breaking the stillness, inclining the mind to stay connected with this field of awareness that receives all experience. Do you have any questions this morning? I don't know that I have an answer to that question. Um, I will say that minds are very different. And um, I know that when I first started meditating and I got the instructions about stay with the breath, stay with the breath, I heard it as stay with the breath and uh, didn't have a way into this more relaxed, receptive awareness that settles with experience rather than grabs to experience. And uh, it actually took, for me, quite a bit of the Vipassana training to be able to get to the place where the mind could be more relaxed. So there's a lot of the Vipassana that helped me to let go of things that... Um, got in the way of that 
kind of mind that can settle into a skillful concentration. Um, We talk about concentration in interviews with people. I know on the month-long course, for instance, I came and did a month-long metta retreat. I just requested to my teachers I'd like to do concentration practice, and they guided me in that way. And so it is possible on the Vipassana retreats to uh, to focus your practice in that way. You're not getting the instructions as you would here. Um, so I think I think we, um, you know, partly and this is this is this retreat. This retreat does have a prerequisite, right? I mean, we are wanting more experienced students for this retreat. So um, I think the doorway of meeting your experience as it is for most people a lot of what happens when you first sit down is there's a lot of difficulty, a lot of things that need to be worked through. So we are meeting as broad of a range of experience as we can in the usual Vipassana retreats. As to why there aren't more, now that's another question. (laughs) Here are our two. (laughs) You see how little power... (laughs) Two concentration well, retreats. Eugene and oh yes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes so, yes. So keep your eye out <laughs> for these. And and again, you know, as as I said, if you would like to cultivate this when you come to a vipassana retreat, say that to your teachers. Leave a note for your teachers, or in you know that I'd like to do this as a concentration practice. Most teachers are very happy to support you in that. And also to say, when we first started doing this retreat, it wasn't full. No, there wasn't the same level of interest. It's it's taken a number of years. I had a great experience of Anicca Dukkha Anatta this morning that I wanted to share. Um, So I do uh, kitchen towels. It's my yogi job. And uh, I showed up to do my towels this morning. I sort of woke up a little bit surly and feeling, you know, I think tomorrow is sort of announcing itself a little bit. And... uh, so I showed up to do my job, and I thought, well, it's okay, I'll breathe and fold. <clears throat> and I arrived in a laundry room to discover two of the washing machines in use and one of the dryers in use, <laughs> and a huge pile of stuff to fold in the cart, and that meant inevitably that I couldn't use the cart to go upstairs to get the new dirty laundry, and I thought, ah, now my morning is completely fucked now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this sucks, right? And I sort of dumped everything out of the folding, went upstairs, and I was sort of living in the, you know, the dukkha of the moment and how the dukkha was going to define my day and now define the end of the retreat. And I got upstairs to discover that some gloriously wonderful person had taken all the dirty laundry and already put it through the wash <laughs> and... All I have to do is move it over to the dryer. And now the dukkha-defining morning suddenly was no longer a dukkha-defining morning. It was like, oh, my God, the only part of the job that's left is the part that I really enjoy. (laughs) So I did the folding, and then that meant that I got to sit out on the bench here and watch the fog dissipate over the top of the hills. (laughs) 
in the valley. And all that dukkha was, as you can tell, replaced by sukha. <laughs> um, the dukkha was impermanent, and it was unreliable as dukkha, and it wasn't me. <laughs> And the job was unreliable and impermanent, and it wasn't me. <laughs> and it led to an opportunity to experience the changing nature of the physical setting that we're in, which is impermanent and unreliable, and not me. And it's all infused with sukha. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think I'll try to repeat that. <laughs> 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 I hope that you heard his report. <laughs> Somebody? Oh, I thought you were pointing over that way, sir. So the first, the first trick I'll point you to is noticing that you want the trick. <laughs> you know, that, is there some way, so there's wanting. <laughs> the very wanting itself has a, an impact on the system. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if assuming we are in a state of relaxed, balanced awareness, which often we are not, often there are very subtle hindrances in the way we're paying attention. You know, we have subtle agendas to, um, to get rid of it or um, even subtle attentions almost of interest. It's like, ooh, what's that? You know, it's like, you know, Ooh, let's put that under the microscope. You know, let's look at that. You know, and and there there are, are just the su- the most subtle of hindrances in the way that we pay attention. And so checking in every now and then to how am I relating to this experience? Not only the experience, but how am I relating to the awareness? How am I a- a- relating to the process of paying attention? Um, so noticing that the attitude, the relationship in the mind and including that as part of the whole field of what's going on. If, as, as we come to a more balanced, equanimous awareness, all I can say is that the hindrance will pass through in its own time. It, we can't speed that up. <laughs> 
the, the balanced awareness allows it to pass through in whatever time it needs. Notice, notice the relationship to that. <laughs> well, yeah. So he says he uh, actually I should maybe repeat a little bit. He was he was asking about you know is there a faster way or is there some way to have things move through more more quickly, and and the sense of I only have so much time. Um, finding the way to the balanced awareness, I really encourage this checking the attitude, checking your relationship, because that is the way to most skillfully use your time. Absolutely. (laughs) And that balanced attitude can be applied to concentration as well as Vipassana practice. Maybe one more, if there's one more. So, um, since I am not an expert in the Vinaya, I actually will pass this question to Temple. The rule in the Vinaya is actually not to disclose your attainments, but to uh, make a false claim. So if you make a false claim on your attainment, even... um, well-intended, that's, the, that's what you're not allowed to do. <clears throat> and then there was a, a, a stronger emphasis put on treating anybody ordained with equal reverence rather than specific people with reverence. And the benefit of that is that if you're someone ordained in some small village, you get to represent the entire sangha evenly, as opposed to getting too caught up in individuals and their attainments. So one monk's attainment, or one nun's attainment, is the attainment of the entire sangha. And it's very egalitarian like that. And so it ennobles the entire sangha. And when you're ordained, you're wearing the robe of people who have been enlightened. And that impacts you as well. So you're not just somebody wearing a robe with no attainment. You're wearing the robe of attainment of people who have gone before you. And that way it's, um, it just universalizes the archetype and the reverence. And that was seen as a much more valuable uh, giving to lay people and other people who might want to ordain than to um, see individual examples of enlightenment. And then there's a type of humility that comes where you don't, I mean, I think you can be humble and and share your experience, but um, there's a type of um, beautiful, beautiful,
beautiful humility that, like uh, Upandita, who's a very famous monk, he gets down on his uh, feet and bows just like I do, and he goes through the same protocol I do. He's not given special status. He doesn't assume special status inside. People give him special status, but internally, he remains deeply uh, humble and open. And those type of priorities have um, kept the Sangha very healthy, not drawn into the cult of personalities, not letting individuals rise with too much adoration. And you, you, tell, you can tell by looking in someone's eyes how free they are. You tell by their heart, not by their claims. So we have um, a couple of announcements. Um, first, there are still, I believe, as we walked in here, there were still several slots available on the sign-up, um, you know, maybe five or six or so available. Um, and then this afternoon, the schedule will be changing a little bit. I, it's posted, the, the new schedule. It starts pretty much the same way. We have a sitting at 2.30. We'd like you to all come to that sitting. Uh, there will be an unfolding of the afternoon. We'll have a different schedule this afternoon, an unfolding of this afternoon um, that will start at that 2.30 sitting. So come to that sitting, and um, basically you'll be present here in the hall or doing um, a short walking uh, all together this afternoon, and we'll have some closing announcements, some closing um, practices that we'll do that will support your moving from the container of the retreat outward. So please come to that 2.30 sitting. Enjoy your morning. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.